A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak new languages, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. The Gospel of the Lord. There's a moment in the Easter story in the Gospel of John that reveals something essential about the Ascension. Mary Magdalene is standing at the tomb on Easter Sunday, weeping, because she can't find the dead body of the risen Lord. Turning around, she saw Jesus standing there, though she did not realize that it was Jesus. Supposing him to be the gardener, she said, Sir, If you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. The risen Christ addressed her by name, Mary, and said to her, Do not cling to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to the brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary did not recognize the person, but she discerned the presence. The resurrection transformed the body, and the presence transformed the space. God's glory was a breath away from Mary, but she did not yet have the eyes to see it. Our eyes are often kept from seeing what is visible only to the eyes of the heart. Paul highlights this in the second reading today. May the eyes of your hearts be enlightened. Mary wants to hold on to what she has known in the past. Only when the eyes of the heart are opened will she be able to recognize God's presence. As Winnie the Pooh puts it, If there ever comes a day where we can't be together, keep me in your heart. I'll stay there forever. We see the same struggle with the men of Galilee in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Why are you standing there, looking at the sky? Sometimes we have to close our eyes in order to see with the eyes of the heart. The disciples had been at home with Jesus. They had shared his company, eaten and drunk with him, walked with him to Jerusalem and witnessed his death and resurrection. He had been their companion, the center of the community. But Jesus must disappear if they are not to be just with him. But Jesus must disappear if they are to be not just with him, but at home in him. With the ascension and Pentecost, 
Jesus is transformed from being someone with whom the disciples are at home. Instead, he becomes their home. They used to be with his body. Now they are becoming his body, as we are the body of Christ. They have to lose him, paradoxically, if they are to discover this new intimacy. It's the opposite of our own birth. When we are born, we lose the warm, cozy home of the womb so as to be at home with our mother. We lose the intimacy of being in our mother's body so as to be able to see her face to face. The joy and the pain of birth is that we lose one form of intimacy snuggling up inside our mother, being one body with her, so as to gain another and deeper intimacy, which is seeing her face, being with her, and eventually being able to talk to her. With our Christian rebirth, it's the other way around. The disciples lose Jesus as the one whose face they can see, so as to find him as the one in whom they can be at home. We see this transition in today's Gospel. After narrating the Ascension, Mark shifts our focus to the disciples. But they went forth and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them. In the Acts of the Apostles, the disciples await the outpouring of the Spirit. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You will receive power, and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. Father Michael Himes points out that Christianity is not a series of conclusions that any one of us could have reached by simply sitting down and thinking about them very seriously and carefully for a long time. Christianity is a report, a gospel, good news, and news requires that someone bring the news to us. The first reason that a community of persons is intrinsic to Christianity is that we need to hear the news from someone else. All of us heard the gospel from others, parents, teachers, pastors, families, friends, and relatives— All of us receive the gospel as a gift from other people. No one arrives at the truth of Christianity by themselves. Pope Francis made that connection quite clear this week in a new document called Antiquum Ministerium, Ancient Ministry. In this instruction, Pope Francis formally instituted the ministry of catechists a ministry that goes back to the very beginning of Christianity. The long line of blessed saints and martyrs who were catechists has significantly advanced the Church's mission and deserves to be recognized. It represents a rich source, not only for catechesis, but for the entire history of Christian spirituality, Pope Francis wrote in the document. Someone shared their faith with us and brought us to baptism either as an infant or an adult. And now that we have been baptized, we too are sent as witnesses. Baptism is not a one-and-done event. The holy water in our parish fonts was one of the first things to disappear when the pandemic began. But even when the fonts were dry, 
And even when our churches were closed, our baptism was never taken away from us. Nothing, not even a global pandemic, can take away our baptism. Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ Jesus. On the Feast of the Ascension, the book of the Gospel draws to a close, but the story does not come to an end. Now we go forth to live the Gospel and tell the good news, not found in a book, but written on our hearts.